This is Brie India and DJ Ginger Briggs, that party bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to have her with me today. I've actually connected with her in other ways and we'll probably talk about that a little later. But as you know, this is season two and I'm excited to be able to work with a DJ that is a female DJ. This is my first DJ on the show. Um, as you all know, I've been having a lot of guys that come out of the DMV, the DC and Baltimore area. And today I've finally been blessed with a beautiful queen who is a DJ Ooh, and got the things, okay? Right. 808 Tavern, uh, I Am Who segment, we highlight and showcase and display everything about the greatness and excellence of not just black people, but the people of the native indigenous culture of the Americas. But it's primarily starting with the headquarters of the DMV area, Baltimore, DC area. So starting off with the first part of the segment, the I Am Who portion, it's just basically you telling us I am who, who are you? In whatever ways you want to explain it without telling us anything that you do yet because we're going to get into that later. So just tell them about yourself that you want to tell them. Because I know sometimes, you know, we don't want people to know all our juice, but whatever you want to say. I'm really a shy person. I'm learning though. I'm learning. I have to learn if I want to be like the best at my craft, but I am very, very shy, which people do not know or people don't recognize. And I'm just like, a lot of people think I'm mean. I'm like, no, I just... What? Oh, they get that off I'm like... Just me being quiet, like wow. But that's see, like and that's the life. I am who. See, we never know who's behind mm -hmm. the craft and who's behind the creativity. As a creator, you know, we tend to be in our inner world more mm -hmm. anyway. In our head, definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, so go into that. I mean, pop up just for this moment and tell us a little. I mean, bit I can more pop out like questions. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm an open person. Mm -hmm. People could talk to me. I can have a conversation. I can have insight. I'm like, I'm real intelligent. I used to be the top all top classes until like I hit my test so I could stop being in the top classes because yeah. I didn't want to be challenged no more. I'm just, I, I could think for myself and I don't like people to think for me unless gotcha. you want to add extra to it. Mm -hmm. And then in the what nightlife- to be a benefit to your life. Yeah, in the nightlife, is you're surrounded by a lot of people that's like low in the membrane, like a low vibration, especially with alcohol and weed and whatever other drugs they do. Mm. It's like you gotta protect your energy when Always. you go out, cause anyway. and a lot of people are fighting demons, and most of them demons they come outside the party with. <laughs> oh yeah, especially yeah. when they come. What they say, first come out at night. So you know what I'm saying. That's when yeah. they come out. Let me get more detail then with you. So we're gonna get to the just the core meat part of your basis. So like, where are you from? Um, like, what's your background and um, as far as like just who you are without getting into what you're doing today. Just like your, you know your life leading up to today and then I'm gonna ask you a couple questions about like your biggest motivation and like the influences that you've had in your life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm from PG, Pretty Girl County. Hey. PG Maryland, yes. <laughs> um, born, raised here, about to turn 28 next month, so I've been here my whole life. Hopefully I move soon, but yeah. Um, oh, you think about moving? For sure. Mm. Mm, for Gotta sure. expand, I'm all about sure. this. And yeah. you're going to take off wherever you go. Like I was saying, I was going to ask you about your motivations and your uh, biggest influences. I don't really have, like, I feel Outside like influences. I'm, yeah, like, I feel like I'm my own motivator because crazy as it sounds, it's people that I don't know that randomly will tell me about myself. Like, oh, I see you do this. You're going to be destined for greatness. And you do this, you do that. I'm like, how do you know that I do that? Like, <laughs> stuff like that motivates me because it's like, people are fans of me that I don't know and they believe in me more than like sometimes myself and sometimes people that's around me. Yeah. Like sometimes you could be your worst critic and like I said, I stay in my head, so. But I, at least you found that you are your biggest motivator. Yeah. No matter what, like you notice the love that you get automatically just for being yourself. Yeah, like, are you gonna boss up or are you gonna cry about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't nobody else gonna do it for you. Right. Like, you gonna, I'm gonna have to get it one way or another. Always. And you have been getting it out here. So before I go into the what you do real quick, I do want to ask also, um, like, as a person and an individual yourself, like, what kind of things would you say to other, you know, like, young females or just females in our generation or even older, just any woman, as a woman yourself who has found your own self-motivation, like, mm -hmm. Like what kind of things would you would you would you give a tip or tool, even if it's like a young child, nieces, nephew, you know? Whatever. I would say really you gotta dig into yourself first. You gotta mm -hmm. know what you can and can't deal with. You gotta know your triggers. You gotta know you gotta know more so what you can handle. 
before you know what you're going to do. Thanks. Because if you do something as a career, there's so many careers I wanted to do. I never knew what I wanted to be. Like, I wanted to be a veterinarian. My mama said no, because I cried when pets die. She's like, what you going to do when, all the, like, when the pets die? Like, right. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Like, it's, it's certain stuff that I always wanted to do, but I knew I couldn't handle it. So it's just like you just whatever you do. Experienced. Yeah, like like when if you if you go into it, like any like DJing is pros and cons mm -hmm. to it. Everybody watches you. Everybody knows about you. Everybody is nosy. Wants to like or their groupies want to be around you or whatever. Like, can I handle that? How do you handle it? Like mm -hmm. you gotta dig deep. Like you with doing the hosting. What can you handle? Are you gonna interview everybody? Or are you gonna go deep into? What they don't want to talk about or deep into the tea or are you going to rip like what can you handle like and it's also for me with this it's about what i want to do mm -hmm. because this is mine you yeah. know what i'm saying so i'm how far are you going to take it yeah mm -hmm. i'm the one who designates that and then the people who allow themselves time with me mm -hmm. they're they're also you know yeah. they can be protective of their energy too they don't have to say anything on here that is too deep that they don't right. want to share you right. know because this at the end of the day is going to go out to the world, and yeah. then as the company grows, people want to see mm -hmm. it. You Some know? people will go back and see them first interviews and see, they go see how, okay, how I got. Like, I'm one of them people. <laughs> like, I'll watch a series from the beginning, like any series. Like, I gotta see it. Yeah, gotta see so, it. It'll be exciting to, you know, see you grow in general. Okay, so you would give them the tips to just dig into know themselves, what they can handle. know what you can handle, and then whatever you decide to do. Like, I love what I do. Make sure you love what you do. Because to me, it's, it don't seem like a job. Sometimes it seems like I'm getting paid to have fun. Mm. So it's like, whatever you do. Fall in love with it. Yeah, know fall in love. Know, know it's for you. Know what you can handle. And go next level with it. Don't ever stop either. Yeah, listen to that. Take notes. So <laughs> I'm big. Also, we we talk about self journeys here. Self journeys at Dream Body Cafe, the sponsors of Little Tavern, all of the triad of this entire organization and structure. So journeys is not something limited to just me or one person. The way that it is identified is just by how you live for yourself, your self-love, your self-care, everything involved in the self, but not in a condescending way and not in a way where it's all about false positivity. Like when it comes to self, we got self-sabotage, self-destruction. It's so many things that happen to us in a realistic way in the self-journey. So has there been anything in your life that you can say that is of the self that you don't have to say it was self-inflicted but you know sometimes we go through things in life and we feel like we were uh targeted you know what i'm saying or if we're not feeling like we're targeted we're feeling like we're either we're excluded or we're overwhelmed so it's so many different like ways. a negative aspect yes like anything that you've gone through in a negative way where it personally felt negative mm -hmm. and then how did you overcome that thing you know because some things don't want to be brought back up to the surface i understand mm -hmm. but if there is something you know like, like in my career share, or just like um, life no not the career yet but okay. just in your personal life that helps you to blossom and evolve into your self comfortability mm -hmm. you know well honestly like i was the only child until okay. I was 12, I had like step, well, not, I call them stepsisters because my parents was together for over 20 years, but they never got married. Okay. So I consider it like, was it common law marriage or whatever? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. They, they lived together since I was one. So whatever. Right. I had stepsisters and they like never lived with me. So I was always the only kid. Then my mom had kids. I had moved with my grandma and then I still was the only kid. So it was like, when I go to school and do all these battles and stuff, I'm always used to being by myself. Mm. And it's like, I have no problem fighting my own battles. Right. I have no problem standing on my own. I have no problem sitting by myself. And I think that's what really gives me the power now. And I, I always look back and I'm like, it's crazy how God like set you up as childhood. Like how I felt lonely as a child, but now like lonely now so don't feel- in your space. Yeah, but it's like, it's like still like, I'm solidified within myself because I'm used to standing on my own. Mm, that's like, good. Literally. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to hear that because it's a lot of children who are being born nowadays where people, you know, especially people in our generation ain't trying to have too many kids. So, you know, yeah. they're going to be taking that walk where they got to learn how to stand on their own two feet. Mm -hmm. And that's a, actually mm -hmm. a benefit. Even though I know there may be things that you probably feel are cons about being an only child. Yeah. There's a lot of pros to it too because you got the time to really just develop for yourself. Yeah. So that's a beautiful thing. All right, so now we done talked about this. I am who I know I've been dug into your space. 
and your shyness. So let's go into your career. Let's know the I am who. What do you do? I'm DJ Gingerbread. It's a party bitch. <laughs> I am a, a DJ. I'm a curator. I event plan. I just. I do everything. I actually rap. I've made my own songs. Like I performed at the Fillmore um, opening for Young Blue. Like I've done a lot of sneaky stuff. And yeah, I'm I'm a DJ, but I'm a creator. Like I do a lot of artistic thinking. Okay, so you well rounded in the craft of, of yeah, creativity. I just okay. I just I just love art as a whole, whether it's painting, music, singing, yep, whatever. I, I, I love it all. I love it all. <laughs> Because it all ties in with each other. Right. Mm -hmm. But your primary creator's main well, what, is being a DJ? What pays my bills is being a DJ. Got you, got you. Okay. So you want to evolve from that, from what it sounds like. You want to keep mm -hmm. adding your other crafts to the pot, or do you do those other things for hobbies, and you just kind of just want to push your DJ career as far as you can go? Yeah, okay. because those, I did those before DJing. Now I'm DJing, and this is like literally my, I, I call it my 9 to 5, but that's all I do. I don't have another job or anything. I just DJ full time, so it's like I don't get paid. I don't get paid for painting or you know performing my songs. I'm not you know Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. So <laughs> I, I I love shoot. DJing though. You I really love. I really love. You ginger, really shoot, shoot. Yeah, but okay. I but understand. I'm shy. That's why. Like performing in front of the whole crowd. Is I just I feel you though. Like when you just sit and think about it. And you be like, the fact that I've oh, done wow, it, I still yeah. be like, how? Like, how? With heels? Oh. With heels? With heels? Yes. That's a good shoe. If you got it, if you already did it, then, I mean, it's already in you. So. I've done a couple of shows. I'm just like, <laughs> how? Because it was years ago, but I'm like, how did you? How? Like, I'm asking myself, how did you do that? Like, knowing that you're still shy. But it's almost like a prideful thing, too. Yeah. Like, but I did do that, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> you can't forget. You know? I did. That was me. <laughs> That's what's up. So, where, for, before I ask the next question, tell them, too, where, where you DJ right now and everything like that. And, um, like, where can people come to hear your, you know, your sessions? Mm -hmm. And tell them more about, like, what they can see about you, too. Because at the end, we're going to have them know your, everything, how to contact you, your links, anything. Mm -hmm. But right now, um, you know, for people who like to get out and about, the pandemic is just shaking off us a little bit. I think, I don't know, some people still got masks on, but you know, ultimately, you know, everybody's doing pretty good. So we try to get out of the house, <laughs> you know, and you've been a DJ. I know you know what's going on, what's about to happen, at least in your, you know, places. In my world, mm -hmm. I just always tell people I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. <laughs> Like I get booked. You like you can't find me, but this is where the party. Uh, you can find me, but like, mm, I I just want bigger gigs for myself. I want to be a resident DJ. Like I have some residencies, but they're not good enough for me. Like I want bigger and better for myself, and I feel like I'm getting bored with the craft. Just being bored at the establishments with their boring crowd and their boring management and their boring ways towards the DJ. Like, I'm just like. Like, I just did, uh, I just DJ for Glorilla, what was it, Saturday? Oh, yeah, the, um, I see the, I see Republic, the, uh, it's the old Bliss, but it's called Republic now. Okay. But. Oh, so it's not called Bliss no more? Mm-mm, no oh, owner. It's like, I ain't even yeah. <laughs> Well, they just, they just opened it that night was, I think, the first night they went as the Republic. When oh. they dropped the Bliss name, yeah. So, but I just, like, crowds like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's easy. It's easy. I could do that every day, all day, in my sleep. Like, it just fits. When you go to these lounges with these old folks, with they side chicks and whatever, like, they just ducking all, try to chill. I want the people that's turned up, partying, shaking their drinks. You like more off. concert vibe then. Yeah. With a concert it. crowd that's not sleep. Yeah, like <laughs> HBCU crowds. Always popping. Mm -hmm. Yes, as an HBCU alumni myself, I must yes. say. So I want bigger, <laughs> bigger venues. Like, Bliss is always going to be my favorite. I want, I mean, I'm not too much of a fan of Rose Bar. The lights just throw me off, but... They pay me coming in. I'm coming in there. Um, what's, what's some other clubs? It's some nice clubs. Focus, if they get their crowd right. Focus can be really, 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 really packing, but they need some better promoters or something because it's like the, the venues are there. Mm -hmm. It's just, where are the crowds? Like, the crowds nice. just have to... And I was just going to say, as a DJ in the DMV, because I'm, I'm just, like, from the outside looking in and then being merged my who was an artist and then, like, getting into it myself... And being out, becoming an artist myself, and I've been noticing how this area 
it's kind of like besides the crab in the bucket mentality we already know about that it's dry like it's like a so judgmental to the point where everybody in the crowd think they a judge instead of just enjoying the new vibes they like that you gotta they expect you to be like artists that are already out like they don't understand what a showcase is for new artists they don't understand how to support you know what I'm saying? People in the area, if it's not their brother and sister, even then sometimes people don't even support their own family out there. But um, that's what this is for, for us to learn how to be more, you know, in a way where we can be more unified. Supportive. Yeah, mm -hmm. and supportive of one another. And I will touch on like, when I met Ginger, I met her online and she was speaking out on her page about how sick she was of you know just the the lack of support yeah no camaraderie it's so, it's so much competition i'm just like can we do friendly competition at least like <laughs> let's make it fun right yeah that's what i'm into because like, if we could do like you know even if baltimore dc or pg and dc did like well regional competitions mm -hmm. where it'd be like pg artists dc artists but not no oh, I got competition now I just started doing competitions where the, All right, the people, know, the people, up? I just, I literally just started this two weeks ago. I got tired of working and it was no crowd and the thing. I said, look, I'm about to just throw a competition, charge everybody, winner take 200. That's a good look right there. And everybody came and somebody won that 200. They heard that damn money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I love it. Sure. I love it because only the artists that really believe in themselves, that will bet on themselves are the only ones that bother me about the competitions. And I love it because... I know for a fact you're going to come because you paid. I know for a fact you're going to bring people because you paid. And you want to win the money. You're only going to win if you have people there that's going to vote for you. That sounds fun. Like, and why you not liking your MC in? Call me sometime so I can come through and MC for the comp because I would have fun. Oh, I have just... one on the 5th. <laughs> okay. I have one on the 5th. Okay. Literally. I will pull up. Interview, the, interview the winner. Say less. Interview the winner. <laughs> Say less. We can do that. Look, look. We already locked in. Look. It's going to be fun. And this one, they won 250 so okay i might just up the prize every time i don't know but depending on the venue i'm a like because some venues you can't smoke in all artists like smoking including me so <laughs> right. i try to go for the music like cool. smoking so you could just sit back relax hit your weed drink your drink and they got food like there's no right. reason you need one weed. day when we turn 808 tavern into an actual brick and mortar that's the type of vibe we're gonna be on with himalayan salt walls okay <laughs> but um <laughs> literally but that's popping so okay i'm excited then but next thing I want to ask, not to watch off on a tangent, when it comes to um, that kind of thing with how you plan and you manage your stuff, do you intend on, like, because I know you said you wanted to move, right? So say as though, because you know how things work. The minute you really be like, I'm about to be out, that's everything right. start popping off the way you need it to. And that's the reason <laughs> why I'm still in here. Like, mm -hmm. it, it sucks because I'm like, I really... Like, I'm building up a name in my city where I'm born and raised from, like, it's cool and all, but my city is a hater. Like, the city is a hater. The DMV, if hater was a person, it would be the DMV because everybody just hates on everybody. Like, mm -hmm. or the corner from each other, just mad. Just mad. <laughs> about nothing, okay? About shoes. The color of your eyes, the dumbest stuff. They and still that's mad at Shaglizzy and Wale, like... Why in 2023? Like, what are we doing, y'all? We gotta they stop. still talk, they still talk about they don't put the city on. It's so weird. It's um, so weird. But the thing is, see that kind of thing. Like, we gonna have we have to do another show. Like, yeah, just, aside it. from I am who you gonna see me and her talking again. All right, with some different vibes. <laughs> but other than that, I wanted to stay on subject with your what do you do? So, what motivates you then? Like. After everything we're talking about, and you know, I'm from Baltimore, you from DC. This is DC, Baltimore, oh, like a pretty girl. Situation. Yeah. Can you say two for two? <laughs> so you don't sound like Baltimore. No, I'm I'm I don't gotta go that deep. <laughs> I've been everywhere. I'm crying. <laughs> I shook that off. I but oh, yeah, ATL is my second home. Oh, but ultimately, um, you know, I was a Navy bird, so I moved around a lot anyway. Mm. But, um, you know, home is home. Like, every time I go back in the city, I'd be like, oh, I smell, I know I'm home. What motivates you then? Like with everything that we know about this area. And I believe still in my heart, y'all, that we really gonna be better in this area because it's time for this side of the country to see the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Like it's time to and see- I can say I'm part of the change. I am because- I believe it. I, I, I try to put the artists together. I, mm -hmm. I, like if I show you the, um, cause weren't you among the group messages I yeah. made? 
yeah, like stuff like that from the competition. I had made a group chat and they all was just like, oh my gosh, y'all all did good. Um, this was the best show I ever been at Ginger's because it was literally a vibe. It was a competition, it was but needed. it was a friendly competition. Mm -hmm. And everybody like, oh yeah, I need a feature from him. Oh, I need a feature from her. Like literally that's what it's for. Like that's what it is. Like I'm like, all y'all have this different sounds. Shock Lizzie, what had that song um, with Gunna and all of them, the crew song and the um, the other song has so many features on that song. It doesn't always have to be about just one person. Right. It's all about a collaboration. Like you and that's how you grow as a community. Yeah. Because that's what like as a person who lived in Atlanta for a period of time in my life where I just got to see how people picked up and elevated by unity. <laughs> Like, I see how they did that in that particular arena. That's mm -hmm. why they call it the Black Mecca. Because they really will come together and use their creative minds to put them together. Yeah, Black Hollywood. You don't have to over try to overstep another creator. If you're a creator, you're going to create. Like, mm, play your part. Can't nobody take your creation. Like, they can mimic and mock all they want. But at the end of the day, if you know you're going to keep creating, you don't got time to look and see who's doing what. You're going to keep creating. And that's what you want is people to gravitate to what it is you're creating in the first place. That's yeah. what it should be, right? So that's something that, yeah, I'm glad we did touch on that that topic and subject because it needs to be heard. You know, that it is options out here for a good environment, a good vibe, and for you to be a creator in the DMV area and not necessarily have to fly away before you can, you know, try to get some good footwork in your home grounds. Because I know sometimes that'd be the reason also why people don't want to leave home because like you leave home and then people, it's, it's almost like you lose your credibility because everything you did. You're a new did, person. Yeah, everything you mm -hmm. did, people don't want to give you account for because you're not there. You gotta no start more. all over. Yeah, and then yeah. The, new, the place you are, you gotta start a new name and everybody there, you gotta kind of give homage and respect to because they already been doing That's what I'm scared and, of, honestly. And you built your name here. I done so built it up like, and then you gotta go, Right. Da, 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 like, right. Just... I understand. I understand. I did ask about, like, your motivations then, like, I don't know. Like, every time you do this, like, because I know it can be bothersome. How do you keep yourself and your spirits high in this type of career where right now you're in a, it sounds like you're kind of, like, in a transitional phase. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a physical transition, but, mm -hmm. you know, Literally, with your spirit, definitely. yeah, mm -hmm. you are literally yep. elevating and evolving. So your mindset is changing, your creativity is getting better, and you're you know, planning better and you have better executions. So everything about you is upgrading, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you reflect, it's like you you can always look at the things that brought you down in the process, but it was a process for a reason. And now you can look at your progress and based on what you're saying, it's like and what I've seen of you mm -hmm. You've made major progress. So, I and you're welcome. And I hope that you take that with you wherever you fly to. But I also feel like wherever you go, just come back home sometimes. Mm -hmm. Pop out and be like, yeah, I'm back. And like, I mean, fly around. You know, back and forth. I would love to do that. Yeah, because I, I, I do that with Atlanta. I love yeah. going back and forth to mm -hmm. Like I said, that's my second home. So yeah. I will always go back and forth. Like, yeah. and I don't discredit it. And I'm about to go down there in April and. And you a whole bunch of people down there. I'm thinking I'm moving to Atlanta. It's That's Atlanta look. or Houston. Wherever you go, I'm coming to visit. So it don't matter. But um, <laughs> so anyways, the next thing. So just tell me your motivation then. That's the main thing first. My like, my motivation, literally, is like if me, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I told myself like I went to college, all that dropped out, whatever, because I didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. But it might, it's not for everybody. I told myself at 18 by 25. I'm gonna know what I want to do in life. I literally told myself that. I gave myself seven years. Mm -hmm. By 23, I was already DJing. So I'm like, wow, this is really for me. And then I'm like, when it's time, I'm like, okay, maybe this is not for me in them days. Now I'm thinking, well, what the hell else is gonna be for you? Because <laughs> I can't see myself doing anything else. There's nothing else I can see myself doing. That's Other, good. That's like, good. You nothing. Found your, you found your passion, you found your purpose, yeah. you found your thing. Your purpose, or based on what you're saying, your purpose is your motivation when it comes to career. Because I know when it comes to your I am who, you said your motivation is yourself. But when it comes to your career, it sounds like your purpose is what's driving you because you know this is your purpose, especially mm -hmm. since you've grown in it so long yeah. now. So that's yeah. a good establishment. It's crazy because a big part of me, too, this is personal, but a big thing, like people don't know, I have anxiety, but I got anxiety from my religion. 
because I, I grew up in a religious household. What kind of religion? Christian. That's mine too. I broke out of religion as well. Yeah, so I'm like, this ain't anymore. making sense. Because, you know, I think for myself, like I said, like, I'm like, this ain't, you know, making sense. So I started, like, getting into spirituality. And even, like, I love church. Like, I love church. But I can't go to every church. Like, I just can't get the message. But every time I listen to gospel music, yeah, music every single time. So I'm like, music really is just my thing. Like, yeah. music is the one thing that could just get through me. Like, so I'm like, I don't know. It's like when it comes to music, it's the most, it's the biggest messenger. Because even though people can read and you can get things from textbooks, like that thing from about sound, you know, mm -hmm. frequency and vibration is a sound, you know what I'm saying? So ultimately, even our body is a vibration. So, yeah, that's the best messenger. So, you on point. She got the look. Music is definitely powerful. Listen, y'all need to know. Because a lot of people like to, like, objectify music like it's demonic and this and that and the third. And then it keeps people from thinking that it's okay to listen to music. I think it is demonic. You do have to. No, it can be used. I feel like, I feel like it can be used. In a certain way. Manipulated. Yeah. yeah. In whatever way that people want to use it. Just like any form of sorcery. Because... You know, yeah, we're not gonna talk about you know black magic and all that, but we know it exists, and everybody knows. Like at this point, there's no who's and highs about mm -hmm. us being spiritual beings. Like with religion, for me, I broke out of it. You know, just learning about truth. Like mm -hmm. the truth, the truth will like set you free for real. Like, yeah, like from all things that were limiting beliefs in your life. Like. Mm -hmm. So we on the same page there because I just I went through that as well. Yeah. Where, but I went through like a depression trying to break away from religion because like, you know. I was in the hospital like what? for two weeks, panic attacks, waking up, like mm. they just kept like telling me it's anxiety. And I'm like, I never knew what anxiety was, but I literally it was just bothering me so much. Like yeah. and and especially I graduated twenty thirteen. You know they told us we were all gonna die in twenty twelve. So I'm like I'm never going to graduate. Like, I'm like, what's going on? Oh my god! Yeah, terrible. the world was getting on my nerves too with all these projections. It was now I just ignore it. I just ignore it. Now I'd be like, if it happened, what I'm gonna do? Say stop. Like, there's right. nothing you can do about it. But as a kid, that oh yeah, you gotta stop believing them. That's all you gotta stop doing. Yeah. They will definitely make you change your mind about life and loving it for yourself just with things they put in the media. Yeah, the media and, has a lot of control. Mm -hmm. That's why I like with this show, I want people to see like the truth more. And <coughs> I, like you said, handle like if people can handle it. Mm -hmm. I kind of go based on like the connection of just me and my acquaintance and the people that I see and just, you know, discerning if this person is able to have a, a real down to earth conversation with their head. Do one word description um, of the I am who, but just just one word. Like I like to say I'm ambitious for one word, but then since I'm gonna say resilient, so it just depends. Uh, it could be one to three words, but just just the word. You don't have to give like an explanation. But you know, if somebody was like, okay, like who are you or what are you, what kind of you know person are you? Like I know you said shy earlier, so we know you shy, but something more powerful description of yourself like i say genuine that's, that's powerful enough because original and authenticity comes with a genuine soul so mm -hmm. okay and i know you told me your motivation is yourself so when it comes to your influences like outside of yourself or influencers that you like would like to work with or that you um just like seeing the way that they work and it doesn't necessarily have to be djs but you know um influencers that are in the you know creative world that you'd be like, if I could pop up around her or him, I'm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to have a chat with that person. Just see them and speak, you know? Queen Naja. Mm, yeah. She got a beautiful story. Okay. Like, I, gotta, I gotta tap in. I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know. She, you know, she's a YouTuber too. I didn't watch her on YouTube until her song, her first song had broke out and got famous everywhere. The basically it summed up what she was going through, <laughs> through the okay. whole. I think she was. I just remember her being involved with the Chris guy. Yeah, yeah. he was cheating on her and stuff like that. Yeah, he wasn't like pushing her um, to be better. She was on American Idol, and when she um, like didn't win or whatever, didn't pass any around, she had quit. And then like found out he was cheating, or whatever. Girls had exposed it. Then she dropped the song. Hey, that's a lot. Went, went viral, got a record deal, and then 
now she has a whole nother, you know, boot clearance. They've been together like four I years. I know, right? Babies. I see those bitches. They got like, they they doing great. Like, That's a story. I'm working with Tiana Taylor now. Like, and she's really, she's religious. She's religious. Okay. Like, I'm spiritual. There's nothing but, wrong with that. Yeah. She keeps her faith, and like, her faith is just really powerful to me. That's cool. Okay. So that's a good influencer. Shouts out to Queen Naja. And shouts out to her overcoming whatever obstacle she went through in her life. I'm going to have to check out the story. But nine times out of ten, I might try to see if she can come on the show. When it comes to the next generation of DJs specifically, it doesn't have to just be female DJs. It could be, you know, men and women. What kind of um, uh, tips and tools would you give them as the next generation of DJs, especially based on your experiences. Like, is there anything like you could go back? Um, I know you love whoever taught you, you know, and made it so that you could be able to be in your own lane. And what would you kind of give to somebody that you feel like maybe you could have <coughs> used? Mm -hmm. Even though it's not something you need now, it might be something you maybe like could have used and you like want to give to them as a verbal tip. I would say practice your craft every day. That's one thing I don't every do. Every day. Okay. So every don't lay on it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I need to be more of that. I just started on singing classes because, <laughs> you know, I do singing, but I'm mostly my writer, so I'm trying to be comfortable with adding more to, you know, mm -hmm. my plate now that I'm not doing things I used to do because I had that, several jobs. <laughs> that and don't, like, one thing I don't do, I don't keep, like, once I fail at something, I might not try again. But though your first shot at stuff is never gonna be the best, so like, don't give up. Yeah, just keep doing it. Like just cause keep going. the first time you did it was trash, that don't mean it's always gonna be trash. Cause you can only perfect perfect the craft as you keep practicing. That's powerful. Yes, two great points. I appreciate you, and it was to the point. All right, so touch it to some highlight processes, like highlights of your process, because I I know like we kind of touched on your process, and it was um. You talked about your trials and everything, but now let's talk about like the things that like three great things, you know, just to bring the vibes back up on the subject of this creator process of yours. In the process, what were the great things, at least one to three good highlights of your journey so far up to this day as a DJ? Um, it could be things, just your highlights, because it could be like just you learning how to be comfortable in your community or learning how to you know adapt to the flow of the environment of being a dj or it can be a highlight of you know an experience as a dj that you just love about it that's always the light in your party mm -hmm. you know because at the end of the day since you are a person who's in your inner world a lot there is something that keeps you like lighthearted and happy where you are in it so what are like what is like a highlight in your career i like me personally I like when i do like certain mixes or like i come up with my own because most DJs, I'm not gonna lie, we steal other people's stuff. Like it's it's fun when you take like stuff you've heard, or like you just think in your mind and try it, and then you do it in front of the crowd. That's why I say practice at home because you can practice new ways to bring in music. But when I go out and then people are just having fun, they're like, oh my god, like what's going on? I love that. Like I, I love that feeling. They're like, and you a DJ? You a girl? Like, I'm like yeah, that's me. <laughs> I love that glow. That's I, I love that. I really do. Okay. I really love that. That's a beautiful highlight. Like, I just like the crowd reaction. Mm -hmm. Like I really love the crowd reaction. Like it feeds your spirit good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel that. That's why you feel okay. Now that ties into what you were saying earlier about how like just being right now in an area where it's not necessarily thriving in the audience. Mm -hmm. So it can be draining to you yeah. as the you know, the DJ. I'm trying to find out what y'all want to hear. Y'all just sitting here. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> almost like you're not in here alone, but you feel like you're in here alone. Yeah. Because it's like, where y'all where at? And the people that was dry come back like, yeah, you was cranking. I'm like, I would never have known. <laughs> but nah, like, this is the area where everybody do be mellow and just mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, always you high and banged out. <laughs> Hit some hookah. Yeah. Drink danger. Half of us in the DMV are creators anyway, so we probably half of us being out here and be like really thinking like this is crazy. Mm -hmm. But we just like this. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. <laughs> That's how you gonna no, get a seriously, 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 seriously. <laughs> So yeah, I understand that. So then um moving forward. Oh yeah. How do you plan on moving forward? Like 
I know you said you might move out of the state, but while you home and before you start thinking about planning a move, moving forward, like what's your heaviest game plan for them to expect from you and see from Ginger in this season? Or like, what's some of the things that you want to share? Because some stuff might be like, you know, surprise or it might just be an element of your personal like thing. But what's something that they can expect? Something that you have that's reoccurring that you're going to be having? <coughs> like it's like a, a weekly thing, a monthly mm -hmm. thing that you're doing. Like any events or anything that you plan on doing um, as far as your moving forward process now that you're upgrading yourself. Well, I just started the competitions and I don't think I'm going to stop anytime soon. Like, okay. I think I'm going to keep keep doing it. How can they, what are the days for that? Like, is it random? Or? Okay, so right now I'm aiming. I started at one venue. But okay. the venue can't smoke it, and you were trying to find some. I found another venue. Oh. It's a, it's plenty of venues, but I'm just a strategic person. Like I could take them down 9th Street, but they break in the cars. Like why would I want my artist to come down here to break yeah, in the cars? Yeah, think about the safety of the people. Yeah, like I just think about a vibe, and I want a, a whole vibe from when you get there mm -hmm. to when you leave. Like it's never no parking down there. Mm -hmm. Then when you do find parking, you get your stuff stolen and broken into. Like. I don't really want to do 9th Street. Okay. So I've um, picked Phantom. I might do Phantom every, like once a month and then another venue once a month. That was, okay. I want one resident venue, mm -hmm. which it might it might be Phantom. I have to just talk to, you know, the uh, promoters and stuff. But other than that, the competitions are definitely going to be monthly. Okay. So y'all can look out for that. And so that's your main future project is continue, continuing to grow in your competition events. Okay, and, and the be a album. Big... I think you know about the album. Yeah, so you're making your DJ, your mixtape. Okay, yeah. So well, it's gonna be a mixtape or an album? It's gonna be like I'm curating the whole thing. I'm picking the artists, picking the beats, picking the features, and okay. I'm putting it like a puzzle, putting it together, and I'm gonna drop it like like similar to how DJ Khaled does with his album. Okay, he picks the artist, and like it'll say DJ Khaled featuring an artist, like stuff like that. Like okay. I I don't want to find any more hits. Because it's kind of hard in this city. <laughs> so, and it's like the people with the money don't make hits. It's weird. But the people that don't have no money make the hits. It's so weird. So, I want to exactly just make exactly. my own hits. Like, I want to bring everybody together and make a whole album nonstop. Gotta play the whole thing. Where you don't want to switch through nothing. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's needed. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a big deal. So, those are, those are two very big things you're doing in 2023. And I really hope that they you know, grow and pop for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Last thing before you do, we do reverse the host. Do you have anything going on in your personal life or anything else other than your DJing that would hinder you from being able to take off with this this year and going forward? You know, because we all have other requirements. Some people have other requirements, but some people don't. And you might not have anything restricting you from... No, I don't have no kids. No, I have no kids no time soon. Okay. Mm. Get married no time soon. <laughs> okay. So you so, you all in to your craft. Yeah, like okay. I honestly believe that I'm probably never gonna get married or have kids because you don't want to. I mean, I want to get married. I don't want to have the kids though. Like you said, look, I don't it just looks painful. It's just the whole problem. And then what I'm gonna do for nine months? I'm a DJ. Like I can't go to the club like that. Okay. Might have to get rich and get if a surrogate. You you'll be just fine though. <laughs> you'll be blessed. I'm gonna have to get day. another like. I would, I do want to start my own business. Like okay. I've done other, like I had my own funnel business. I'm bringing that back, but something that can sell itself and I can sit at home and do it. Sure. All, all day. Sure. And I say take sure. off with that too. And other than that, I think I, sometimes I'm in my own way. Okay. And it's just me. Like I'm my own obstacle sometimes. Okay. So there's nothing that's holding you back and restricting you, but you and choosing to go a little bit harder with yourself. I mean, yeah. Then like some, some people's personal beliefs about me. Oh, like, projections on you too. Yeah, like look that. at me, like some guys, like being a female is not easy. And then she, I understand. I already know what it's like. They try to lowball you, not play you what you want. And I don't even not ask for a lot. Mm -hmm. And then they like, y'all don't want to book me, but y'all want to take me to do flights. They yeah. don't want to. I'm gonna use you for other reasons. I don't want to go with y'all. I'm gonna do my career. Like, if you really, really, really like want to mess with me as a female, how are you not gonna invest in my career? Like, right, and so then think I'm gonna wanna. Entertain you. That's crazy. I just saying that. Okay. So, that's yeah. so weird. But at least that's not something that hinders you. You already got your mind right to the mm -hmm. point where you like look. I already I know think what it you hinders want. me from getting booked because I'm like not no oh, ass kisser. Because they don't. Yeah. 
get what they trying to get mm -hmm. out of the situation. Yeah. That what's made me make my own events because y'all aren't gonna book me, I'm gonna book myself. And mm -hmm. I've thrown events and I made one K at the door. Like one K at the door mm -hmm. versus the little two hundred y'all was gonna give me. That's what keeps me pushing too. Like Cause you know now, oh, I'm doing this myself. It's yeah. ten times what I would have. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm yeah, keep team. that rule. Yeah. Then. Keep that rule for real. All right. So thank you so much for sharing your I am who what you do. Thank you. Now I'm gonna take my little, you know, host hats off to give you the floor. And we're gonna do reverse the host. A little thing we do on AOE Tavern's I Am Who segment where I no longer get to ask any questions. You have to put me on the front street. Whatever you want to ask. It's up to you. It can be something personal, something career-based, just random, something about the world. Just two okay. questions for me. I host because I do want to do my own podcast. Do your thing. So invite me on. <laughs> Absolutely. So where do you where do you not see yourself, but where do you want to go far? Like, do you see yourself like in front of like a crowd, like interviewing people in front of like a live audience, or are you gonna keep it like studio-based? And like breakfast club type or like how far or what or that's a good question um long term i do want to see myself like doing like a talk show vibe mm -hmm. yeah that would be cool kind of like the carisha show type thing or oprah or whatever but carisha don't have a crowd she don't uh -uh. oh i thought she had an audience now or is it her audience is virtual her audience know. is virtual I watched a couple of them. There was nobody. It was just the bartenders giving them drinks. Oh, well, my dream is to actually have people come like out. Like Wendy Williams. I want to do the Oprah Tyra vibes. Banks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm trying Tyra to. Tyra had a little show. Tyra had a little She show. did. I she know. Shout out to Tyra Banks and Oprah because Oprah is my number one, though. I ain't gonna lie. When it comes to talk show hosts, um, you know, as far as, like, people that I look up to in mm -hmm. the arena. But, um... Yeah, I definitely know for a period of time, because it's an online cafe, most of it, and all of the things that I'm doing right now, I'm developing to be online mm -hmm. and to give people um, a stretch to access 808 Tavern and see, you know, just see things from far farther places. Um, but yeah, I do want to be able to evolve to a bigger studio. But starting off though, I want to, I, once I do that, I'm probably going to still keep the, the virtual one too. I'm and it's mostly mobile. So when I started this off, every the first season was me traveling. So I went mm -hmm. to people's actual location and wherever they were, I would just meet with them. Some of us, we, we met outside. We met, you know, mm -hmm. inside of their whatever studio they had. Or we met mm -hmm. at a studio. Like, it was just, like, on the vibes of wherever they're comfortable. And I like doing that the most. Yeah. So that's something that I want to keep going with. Mm -hmm. But I don't have, you know, the means right now to buy a mobile vehicle to do the mobile podcast. But that's the goal is to continue keeping it being a mobile podcast that's and being good. a mobile show. That's great. So, yeah. You know, some people have taken their online show and they do like shows, live shows there, here and there. Okay. Like once they build up the audience, then they'll like. That's what I'm doing now is just building the, yeah, the then, audience more. Mm -hmm. that, I can see you doing that though. I really Thank you. Really I can. appreciate that. Yeah, I have fun doing this because I really like connecting with people and then I like being able to see people like grow after I've met them and we mm -hmm. had this talk and then like their whole like brand gets big and it's like, wow, I met that person. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, this is cool to me. So I'm just, you know, hoping to be able to expand more. And yeah. Who is someone in the DMV you want to interview this year? So many people that I want to do this year. Well, name your top like three to five. Three to five, okay. As far as people we all know, I would like to meet with Wale and Chocolate. Um, I feel like they don't get I feel like they don't get enough um, attention because of the different types of things that are said about them, you know. Mm -hmm. And they don't get enough attention here. <laughs> and they are from here. And I feel like they have built their name, you know, so why not give them the option to be on the show? But no, his name Finesse and Block. He went by Finesse Baby and you know, his favorite song right now for me is um Apply Pressure. Mm -hmm. So that's just something I'll be listening to like when I work out and stuff like that. So, that. I will Give me I, hips. I love I love breaking records. I will and definitely, you know, hopefully he can learn about you so he can come to your competitions and stuff like that. And <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of other good artists that I listen to out here. Um It don't oh. just have to be artists, just 
Oh, in general? Oh, yeah. It's a couple dollars I want to meet because I like, I used to be really big in like holistic healthcare. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's a lot of doula, dollar, don't judge me on how I say it. I know y'all say it different ways, whatever. But, um, you know, the women who give natural birth, they mm -hmm. do natural birth. I want to, I want to meet with them because there's, um, one, there's the DMV dollars where they travel mm -hmm. to do it instead of, um, I mean, that's what you're usually supposed to do when you're midwife, but a lot of times people now go to places and get the, you yeah. know. Because don't, don't they, they be at home when they do it. Usually right? when they deliver, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times you got to go to wherever they are to do, like, the, the process of the nine months and going and doing Oh, okay. okay yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But I want to learn, you know, theirs because I like how they travel the whole nine months to you. And they're, mm. yeah, they're very... I was thinking about getting one if I ever was pregnant, though. That's my thing, because I'm, I'm not really thinking I want to do the epidural thing, the needle in my back thing. Like, I, don't, I know you probably ain't looking to it that deep because you I already don't this. like the idea of <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> but the needle, like, it's just too That's the part that I got to get past, because I was just like, my mom was like, you going to be on that table? Like, give me that needle. <laughs> that's my mom. I said, my mom was allergic to it, so she's shaking like this. She's like, but I feel good. <laughs> She's like, I feel better than I was before they no, put seriously. it. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. So that's what that's what that's 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 what I wanna I wanna definitely um interview them. I do want to meet T Savage, which is a female artist from Baltimore. I want to interview her. Yeah, and um she raps. I'll also send you her information. You know, if you you know want to wave with me as far as like inclusive yeah. DMV stuff, cause yeah. you know Baltimore like they exclude yourself from the DMV, but you in Maryland like I don't care. We in Maryland all like. They just started I know we're an independent that. city. I know we separate because we independent, but we still in the state of Maryland. We depend on the state of Maryland, y'all. Like, it's more hits coming out of be more than DC right now, though. Yeah, I know. And but there's a lot of people that I want to meet from there. Young Moose, Boss Man. I'm already, but these are people that already gave me the go ahead that they're going to meet with me. But mm -hmm. the people that I haven't been able to talk to is the ones that I mentioned. So, okay. um, but yeah, I definitely can't wait to, you know, interview more people across the DMV in general in Baltimore because it's going to be. It's just gonna be better because then I'll be able to do things like you know that I see collaborating with you mm -hmm. and people that do what you do, and it has been a hard time finding females in this arena that are willing to work with other females for some reason for me. So like I'll be like, what's going on? I feel like I it mean, depends I, on your career, like the amount of cockiness. Like me, mm -hmm. I could talk to everybody because I'm a DJ. I play music, like. Music, I mean, you like artists. Artist. They said you're like a genuine person, so you yeah. willing to. But like people that <laughs> rap or whatever, like they don't be open to so much because I feel like they think they're the entity, like they're the Beyonce. Everybody else is the help. But I'm like, <laughs> like whatever. They're like you're just whatever. <laughs> yeah, like they, like I don't know. They're so cocky in this area, and nobody has any of this. Please shut up. Yeah, like seriously, awesome. like I, none of y'all are getting played artist. in Atlanta. Yeah, nobody knows you yet. Houston, you know, New York. Nothing on the East Coast. Y'all shit is not hitting nowhere. No, so true. can y'all stop? That's why I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that that, that, that mentality just learns mm -hmm. how to evolve here. Because it's not on me. I don't, I don't know how sometimes. Like, people always be thinking I'm from Cali or somewhere where free spirits roam because I have a different type of energy. I wouldn't think you was going to be more. I would not think you was going to be more. Yeah, a lot of people don't. They don't, don't because I don't have that type of attitude. But I was, my, my, my family was church or church going mm -hmm. people in the city so anybody if they do know my family they would know them because they are the people who own a church ran a church my mm -hmm. great-grandfather built a church mm -hmm. and built a storefront like that's the kind of family members i have okay. in the city so so you grew up with mannerism and yeah. morals and respect and stuff yeah. like that yeah and, yeah values and god mm -hmm. was the first thing that my mother shoved down my throat so mm -hmm. i knew about spirituality and religion before i cared about the environment that i was yeah. in so yeah and then my parents were real big on getting us out of the environment so even though i was the first my parents made it the point for my siblings not to have to necessarily you know be there so we went moved to the county but um all in all there's nothing wrong with that you know but i i just know that moving forward i can see better things for everybody because it seems like people are starting to open their mind up more to spirituality in general in a sense mm -hmm. of that vibration thing you know you hear people talking more about self-love and taking yeah. care of your mental and your energy and protecting your vibes and people are taking that serious now and i think people are common sense now with the idea that what you put out is what you receive so that ignorance 
that you typically hear about how we are supposedly in Baltimore, DC, in these areas, Maryland, DMV, and period, is known to be an area full of people with bad attitudes. And I don't think we have bad attitudes. I think we just don't go for no bullshit. We it's just a, but like, like I have mannerisms. People think I'm from down south all the time. They never think I'm from here. My mom said we come from my father's side because they mostly from Louisiana and the Carolinas and Georgia. Yeah, like it's. I mean, like, but that. as soon as you, as soon as you mess with us, like. That's right. I mean, but that's common. That's it's common sense for us, though. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But that's why, you know, I, I'm comfortable with being well-versed in, like, people by being willing to know, okay, how to deal with people based They're on reading their energy. Are. Yeah. Some people do not read energy. They don't. I don't get it. Like, you see that they don't want to talk. Stop talking to them. <laughs> I think they don't care. They don't. <laughs> they just be like, like, you going to hear what I got like they can literally be having a bad day. They could have literally just got some bad news. They literally could have did anything that has nothing concerned you. And you just gonna force them to hear you and talk to you right now. And if I they lash out because they're having a bad day, you need to just take it. But that be I see what you're saying. Yeah, that'd be the lead to a lot of like drama. So, yeah. but yeah, we just chiming it up right now. As y'all can see, we, <laughs> we, we we talking talking for real, and y'all is a part of the conversation. So. I appreciate you. We're going to have more of these sessions. I don't want to hold you up too much longer. This will be another beautiful, extensive episode of the 808 Tavern I Am Who segment. And um, I appreciate you so much for coming to the show. Um, I do want you to give them, like, all of your, like, information. Socials. Yeah, your socials. If there is a a booking email, business email that you have, or... um, something that they can contact you. Are they allowed to hit you in a DM? I know some people don't like that. So just tell them how they can get in contact with you, uh, how they can book you, mm-hmm. how you want them to approach you. Shoot, let them know. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Come correct. My main Instagram is gingerbricks, ginger, B-R-I-K-S, no C. I'm not in no game, but it's just B-R-I-K-S. <laughs> my backup slash personal page is ginger the DJ. And my email is ginger the DJ at Gmail. I do check my email, but I do get most bookings through the DMs. Okay. But don't come in my DMs trying to flirt or anything. Just tell me what you need. What do you want? <laughs> and be deposit ready. Or tell them when you're going to be deposit ready. I do contracts and all that. So be prepared to be professional. Yes, professional. Please. please. I agree. I agree. We do got to do that more in the creative world because I think people just get so caught up in it being a, an art that they forget. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be some kind of professionalism. Yeah, like we gonna turn up once we get there, but to begin business first. Yeah. <laughs> business first. Literally. So I feel you. Thank you so much again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessings and love to everyone like that. Stay tuned for the next episode and um G Self Unity, Peace, Love and Truth. This is Brie India, Anita Way Tavern and DJ Ninja Bricks. Thank <laughs> you all so much for being here. Bless.